Press play. Curtain of an hour in. It's time to take spin. The shade and tea to spill. Ooh, drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got nom? They option now. Oh, I'm not well. What, what star will we talk to today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. Drama. Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture, love, and life in New, New York, York City. City. I am Connor. And I'm Dylan. And I am I have a cold, so I feel like Sarah Michelle Gellar today. Oh my God, what does that mean? I don't know, but I feel like she talks like she has a cold. Oh my God. Actually, that's more her. like my Lauren Marcus voice. <gasps> Lauren Marcus. Anyways, anyways, Connor, you have a list that you I brought know. today. Okay, there's so many things that have been happening. I don't normally do this, but I have a list. We haven't really recorded recently where we've been able to just like... Talk. Okay, also, I do want to say on a recent episode we recorded before the Grammys, I predicted that Demi was going to release an original song and it was going to be a ballad and it might cover the last like year or two years of her life. And I was right. You are the soothsayer of Demi. I, it was, it's so good. Oh, it's amazing. It's it's hard. It's like a hard listen, though. I know. It's so sad. Anyone. And then Her she vocals. slayed the uh, the national anthem. I know at the at the at the Shakira and J Lo concert. That's right. It was so good. Yeah, she was amazing. It was Wait, a, all the performances were good. When Shakira was playing the drums, though, the thing that thing you tweeted. So yeah, so anyone who didn't watch the halftime show, Shakira and J Lo performed, and <laughs> Shakira did it all. Yes. Including she did some drumming and it reminded me of this scene in All Stars 4 of Drag Race when Alaska was wearing like this grungy rocker outfit and was drumming and I tweeted a meme. I, was, I said Alaska drummed on All Stars 4 so Shakira could run and I tweeted it and Alaska mentioned it on her podcast that oh I tweeted god. it. Didn't call me out by name but quoted the tweet verbatim. So oh my god. That was just as cool as being. I can't. I know yeah, you love yeah. Alaska. I do. I do. Yeah. That's so fun. Um... But okay, so here's something I want to mention. Allegedly, in the new Marvel film, Captain Marvel 2, the villain is going to be Rogue from X-Men, which is iconic because when we were kids, we were obsessed with, obsessed Rogue. with Rogue. I feel like Rogue is kind of a gay icon in a way. Because, Explain. Well, her power is, this is so nerdy, that like anybody she touches, she'll like suck the life out of them, kind of. But like in terms of when she's touching another mutant, she takes their power. Right. And she's always like, longing to like touch her lover and it's very like closeted gay Whoa. and it's like i can't touch my lover i don't know i think like young kids i like, always connected yeah. with rogue but and that not, was anna paquin. not that i ever had lovers <laughs> and that was anna paquin in yes. the oscar winner oscar winner anna mm-hmm. paquin at like should 10 she years have been old. nominated for the irishman sure why not <laughs> there's room for everybody <laughs> okay also i have to talk about cheer yes which on netflix the documentary series oh which goodness. is I think one of the best parts of 2020. And so unexpected. Far. Unexpected. I know nothing about cheerleading. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so good. And it's it's like one of those things where like suddenly like you might know nothing about this sport or anything. And then you watch and you're like, you know what making the mat is and you know what baskets yes, are. I like know. it's crazy. And they're all so talented. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, Gabby, her family is I so know. cracked. I'm so sorry to them. Sorry to this family. I don't know. Yeah, Gabby, I don't I don't think you've met Gabby. Our guest has watched one episode of Cheer, Oh my God. So. Wait, but I have to say, there was something that was so funny in the one episode where we meet Gabby's family mm-hmm. and they're all like, they're, they're such a business and they have this bikini 
company or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. And she's like sitting at the table talking to her sister, and her sister's like, "And I'm gonna ask you to post this on Instagram, and if you could tag our company." And I was like, "This is so awkward. This is like, of course she's gonna post it, but it reminded me of you asking me to post things for drama." Oh my god, <laughs> you are the Gabby. I know, and you're her sister. Fun. Also, her her family. Remember when her mom? Okay, I can't even. Talk yeah, about no, it. it's it's troubled. I know it's a troubled situation. Um, but I love it. It's so good. It reminds me of like. What the Hills and Laguna Beach, like the season one when they didn't really know what what they were in for, like this cultural phenomenon and the cameras. And it's kind of like these odd conversations that we're like watching. It's not like Bravo uh, reality TV mm-hmm. where they're it's very produced and they know, OK, you're going to go to this restaurant and have this confrontation about that thing that happened at this party. It's definitely more like kind of a bird's eye view on what their lives are. I love but that. I have to say. Even though The Hills wasn't a documentary, it very well could have been about what America did and how they wronged Heidi Montag. Anyway, okay. Okay. We need to get into this. I think it's time. I'm just ranting. I think it's time we jump into the episode. Should I bring our guest in? I think it's your turn. All right, here we go. Ding dong. Our guest today is best known for sharing the Book of Mormon with audiences on Broadway, across the country, in the U.S. tour, and in the London company of the long-running, Tony-winning smash hit as Elder Price. He most recently traveled the U.S. in the acclaimed national tour of Hello, Dolly! as the dreamy Cornelius Hackle opposite Betty Buckley and Carolee Carmelo. His winning smile and unreal voice has also brought to life, the characters of Emmett Forrest in Legally Blonde, Woody in the Disney Cruise Line Smash, Toy Story the Musical, along with starring in Floyd Collins, Les Miserables, and much more. You've seen him on the Tony Awards, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, oh my God, and performing in concerts and shows throughout the city for years. Please welcome to drama, Nick, Nick Rulo. Hello. Thank Hello. you. Oh my God. <laughs> what a lovely like introduction. Do you like how I said ding dong? I like it. Are you tired of that? No, but it reminded me of this like sorority chant that we recorded once at Mormon. Like ding dong, I am a Mormon boy. Ding dong, two by two, we deploy. Ding dong. Like, oh my God, I love it. So stupid. You it's, can find it on Instagram. I feel like that's just in your blood at this point. Mor- being a Mormon. Mormonism. <laughs> Honestly, I grew up down the street from a Mormon church. Like literally at the end of my main street was a Mormon church. I passed by it every day on my way to school. And where did you grow up? I grew up in the Bay Area, Los Altos, California. Oh, nice. Just a little south of San Francisco. Is there like theater in in that area? I mean... Yeah, actually at the time there was this theater in San Jose called American Musical Theater that like James Monroe Iglehart was performing performing wow. at. Like I grew up watching him in these shows. They've since just turned into a touring house as a lot of those theaters okay. have. Um, but we had all the national tours coming in because between okay. San Jose and San Francisco, like every show came in. And then we yeah. had tons of children's theater, which is where I was sort of like, of course, living my best life yes. from ages eight to eighteen. Aww. I love it. Wait, before we jump in or go any further, I do mm-hmm. need to ask you a very important question. Mm. Are you well? <laughs> do i look ill no no no, you, no it's something we actually ask all of our guests i love this yeah it's just open to interpretation yeah, do i look yeah. ill do i look ill i'm doing great do i look ill? <laughs> amazing maybe i should have like showered again no no, no, I don't no. Know. you I are drinking a, you're drinking a green juice i am drinking a green juice that so that's being well healthy yeah, oh yeah i'm doing great you seem great thank you you have this energy that you're just emanating oh you're so sweet yeah listen yeah. i'm like living my best life i'm between jobs so i'm just living my fun employment dreams yeah and which this is like rare for you though well thank you you've been working steadily i've been very lucky but mm-hmm. it's, it's been really nice to have a break too yeah i'm sure yeah. yeah especially just to be like here in new york yeah and to have like a nightlife 
is probably yeah, very Yeah, I don't have a nightlife. I'm such a grandpa. <laughs> and that's what you said, like your, your life of going to gay bars and all that it's stuff done. is done. Done. No. <laughs> I've got a dog and a fiance, so I just stay at home and just like, we make dinners and hang out and go on long walks. And Oh my God, I can't decide what I'm more jealous of, the mm. dog or the fiance. I think the dog, she's okay. really stinking cute. Oh, what kind of dog is she? She's a Wheaton Terrier. Oh. She, her name is Hattie. She's two... She's a fluff ball and she's so cute. It's so soft. Oh my God. You should have brought her. I should have, yeah, but she's yeah. so naughty. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> so she, she would have been like, we need, need another microphone for her. Yes. In her terrible twos. Exactly. Where did you get that name? <sighs> Funny story. So her full name is Haddington. Okay. <laughs> because we knew we wanted her to have like an old British sounding name. Of course. Um, but then we wanted to shorten it to something cute that was, you know, easier to say. Um, so my fiance was just like looking at a map on Google Maps and in Scotland is a town called Haddington and he goes what about Haddington I go perfect let me call her Hattie oh, that's cute how cute it's very Downton Abbey thank you choice two was like Eleanor and then oh. her name would be Ellie yeah I like that too that's oh. really maybe cute maybe if there's ever a sister sure yeah, yeah, yeah exactly down the line that's so fun okay and so you have a fiance we usually talk about love a little bit later yeah, on we can wait we can come back yeah, to love yeah yeah okay okay <gasps> There's so much to say always about love. <laughs> Drama. <laughs> Drama. Drama. Oh, my God. But thanks for doing this. We've actually been fans of yours for a long time. Oh, you're so sweet. I think we saw you in the tour of Book of Mormon in Cleveland probably a hundred years ago. You know what? I didn't do Cleveland. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Maybe Columbus? So here's the here's the scoop is most of my tour quote unquote was like in Chicago. We sat oh. down in Chicago for almost a year. Okay. And then the show toured from there, but I only went to Denver, San Francisco, and Omaha, Nebraska. Wow. Uh, before going back to New York to do the show again on Broadway. You know Interesting. What? I do remember who we saw now. We saw Mark Evans. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. To be fair, like, we kind of all look the same. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, plus we were, like, far back. So yeah, like, and like... we, we're all the same type, and, you know, especially from far away. Yeah, we all yeah. kind of sound the same. Oh, my yeah. God. I get that all the time. Because especially because you did it for a long time, people everyone's like, like oh, I, I saw you in the show, and they'll say a city, and I'll be like, and oftentimes <laughs> I'll kind of just be nice. I'll know I didn't go there, but I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to be truthful with I, you. I appreciate honesty. Thank always. you. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we did see Mark Evans, mm-hmm. and then we randomly saw it in Columbus our senior year of college. Mm-hmm. I think Where'd twice. You go to school. Ohio, Ohio State. State. Oh, nice. Go Bucks. OSU. That's, That's right. right. Cool. My college professor was obsessed with Ohio State. So like every piece of clothing he wore, even though he taught at NYU, was Ohio Wait, State. Wait, that's so random. You went to NYU. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy that? I did. Oh, my God. Hang on. I'm, I'm fixated on this. Did he explain why? Was it a sports thing? <laughs> well, he's from Ohio. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. And so just just a huge Ohio That's sort of just fan. like something you're born with. Yeah. It Ohio. definitely seemed like it. I, you know, I'm not the biggest sports fan, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, so yeah. like I just kind of was like, okay, cool. Right. Go, go Bucks. Bucks, right? Yeah, you yes. guys. You're a jock. Thank you. You know all of it. <laughs> Dumb masked jock. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But yeah, Book of Mormon. So we didn't see you in it, but I guess I just always imagine, like, I, I associate you with it. Thank you. I mean, I did it for forever. A fucking long time. Yes. <laughs> over 2,500 shows over six and a half years. Yeah. Oh my God. Did your voice hold up? Uh, it had its moments where it didn't <laughs> want to, for sure. Um, but that's normal with that show. You can't sing that show eight times a week and have like healthy vocal cords. Sure, yeah. it's just not going to happen. So, but you know, the show's really great when you're feeling when you're feeling rough and they need like, to give you a week or two off. They mm-hmm. do, and they Aww, take care, wait, they take so care of us nice. so well, which they know they have to if they want us to stick around and do the show for as long as as we all want mm-hmm. to. So, so just out of curiosity, so you, were you part of the original cast then? So. Yes and no. Okay. So I was the original standby for Elder, uh, for Elder Price for Andrew Rannells, but yes. they didn't have one when the show first opened. Oh. They kind of thought 
maybe that the role wasn't as hard as it was mm. and that they could just have coverage and like, mm. you know, from other people in the building who all did a great job, but then they realized like, Oh, this role is really hard. Sure. Um, and so they decided to hire a standby for elder price. They already had one for elder Cunningham. Okay. Um, so right after the Tonys is when they started holding auditions. So I was like non-equity performer, fresh off the legally blonde non-equity yes. tour yes. and, uh, going in for like this big Broadway show. And, uh, as luck would have it, I booked it. And you booked it, like, right as the show was, like, a supernova. Literally, like, a couple weeks after the Tony Awards. So, like, I came in at this just, like, crazy time. The first night, I was, like, backstage. Oprah Winfrey was in the audience. Oh, my, oh God. my God. So, I was like, oh, what did I get into? This is crazy. <laughs> did she come back after? She did, but I was so new. I didn't know that, like, guests come backstage. So, I was, like, That's watching all... in the back, and I watched her, like, take her seat. And then, like, at Bows, I just went home. <laughs> and then, like, an hour later, I'm seeing on Instagram, like, the whole cast is posting pictures of Oprah. And I was like, what did I do? Like I went home to my I have a box set Of like Oprah's Like best moments On DVD That my friend Gave me for my birthday I was like Holding it like Oh I just missed her Uh, I'm sorry You know you will Meet her eventually though Yeah Yeah. And then you know I learned my lesson And I stuck around For every other guest Because it was like I mean I think it still Is one of the hottest shows On Broadway I mean it's still It is but like Especially like that Those first two years Like everyone was Coming to the show It was like Hamilton Or Mm -hmm. or Hadestown You know We're getting all those Celebrities Who did you meet Yeah Oh gosh, like Bruce Springsteen, Fun. Um, RuPaul, multiple <gasps> times. No way, multiple, multiple times. times. Oh, he came back because Todrick Hall would bring him. Todrick okay. would come all the time. Um, so he brought Rue twice. <laughs> well, Rue loves like irreverent humor. Yes. And so I'm and sure just loves Ru- Broadway. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you like, if you listen to his podcast, yeah, like, it's just like all the time Ru talking is a about what, queen. what have you seen. Mm-hmm. That is so fun. I'm yeah. jealous. You know, they say never to meet your heroes, but I feel like in one of those settings where they're coming back to say hello to you after a show. It's like the ideal it, setting. Mm-hmm, Absolutely. That's a good point. As opposed yeah. to like approaching someone on the street yeah. like, nervously. Because you never know. You do never know. Like one time we had Jennifer Lewis come <gasps> and everyone was obsessed with her. She literally sat on Nabalungi's hut on stage for about an hour after the show <laughs> and like lectured us and like preached to us and like we we were all just sitting there with our mouths agape just uh-huh. listening to like what mama had to offer uh, mother so of black cool. hollywood that's that's what she that called, that's her book and everything mother yeah. of black hollywood she was yeah. holding court yeah she was <laughs> that is everyone iconic. was just listening it was amazing that's so cool i love that so much wait who is your elder cunningham for much of the uh, i had time? 17 elder cunningham oh, oh 17 mm-hmm. uh i mean the first one i did it with with josh gad and then I had Jared Gertner, who was the standby at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then in Chicago, it was me and Ben Platt. Oh, my God. Ben Platt. We did it together for two years. Wow. So you guys went, did you go from Chicago then to Broadway? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that was a crazy adventure. Yeah, so oh, we fun. opened the Chicago company together. <gasps> okay. So the Chicago was a sit-down that eventually became a tour? It was a sit-down that became a tour. So okay. then they had two national tours going at the same time. Okay. Uh, and then they closed that tour. And so now they just have one at the moment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's still going strong. It is. Wow. I mean, doing that many shows, was there ever a moment where you were just kind of like on like autopilot, like going through the motions? Or is That's it- a good question. I don't think the show like allows you to go into autopilot. I, I guess in a way, like as soon as the show starts, you have no choice but to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, you just have to do it. But it's so fun and the material is so good. Oh, yeah. And it almost feels like a crime to go on autopilot with that yeah. show. Because when you're given like a hit show like that and the material is as good as the buzz around it, you have to like respect the show and do, you know, do yeah. what it calls for. Definitely. So, I like to say that I left before I entered autopilot. Ooh. Whether anyone else agrees with me or not, I don't don't know and I don't care, but that's how I feel. Yeah. It's like leaving the party while you're still having fun. Exactly. No? Exactly. I mean, I could have done that show for like 15 years. 
and they would sometimes i even think i could still like go back i'm, I'm you should you aren't going to at some point i mean I, I guess i could still play 19 yeah. i mean gavin creel played 19 when he was 40 in the show there yeah. you go so i've still got some years yeah how old's cornelius in hello dolly supposed to be well in the script he's 33 oh which i just turned this week oh Yes, but happy someone actually, thank you, yeah. Aquarius. Thank you. Uh, but someone just told me that that was a, a. I don't know if this is true. We should fact check. Okay. Fact check this. But someone said it. that that was a script change for the for the revival with Bette Midler because oh. Gavin was a little older. That Ooh. they changed it to thirty three, and that actually the original script is twenty seven. Oh, so I'm like, then why hmm. didn't you change it back for the tour? Because like I was thirty one, and our my cover was like twenty five. Huh. We were definitely more baby, baby yeah. looking. Aww. Baby Cornelius. Baby Cornelius. Yeah. Hashtag Tornelius. Tornelius. That was what I That's kept so calling fun. myself. So you and Gavin have sort of like had these like, I would, yeah, these like parallel <laughs> careers. Yeah. It's, it's been crazy. He opened the West End. He opened the West moment. End. Uh, well, he opened the first national tour before that. Okay. Uh, while I was still a standby on Broadway. Okay. And then he opened uh, the West End. And then, and then he um, actually, it was his idea for us to switch because he wanted to come back to Broadway and he knew I was like interested in the West End. So he put it in the producer's mind, like what if Nick and I switched places? And I was like, yes. And they were just cool with that? Yes, they're the coolest producers ever. They sound (laughs) amazing. They're so great. We need to get them to produce more things. Yeah. Well, you know, it's Scott Rudin who produces everything. Yes. So I don't think he has time <laughs> yeah, to produce true. anything yeah. else. And then it's Anne Garafino who does South Park. Like she's done oh, Mattress right, South Park right. since day one. And um, and so she comes from the TV world. So like this was her first like big theater producing mm-hmm. experience. And she was like mama hen. She just took care of all of us and like wanted us all to be happy because she realized if we were happy, then we could do the show better yeah and the show would see better results yeah um so she i mean even still to this day like she takes care of all of us that is so so cool yeah that's nice to hear. wait really quick i need to ask about ben platt was was that like when you were so he jumped into chicago first Mm -hmm. was that kind of like his a star is born moment like it was like so he he was at the time to me like a huge deal with pitch perfect oh like only pitch perfect one had come out so he was nowhere near the star he is like today right um but I remember at the time we were everyone in the cast was like, "Oh my god, he's got like fifty thousand followers on Instagram. How cool is this?" I think now he's got like a million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like, wow. <laughs> so he just like exploded. But he he and I were so so close Aww. and still are. Um, but like that was such a special experience for us. And like his family took me under their wing and like really took care of me. And my family loves him. And he's invited to our wedding. He oh, might not oh know this so yet, fun. but Ben, you're invited to the wedding. <laughs> oh, he um, listens. <laughs> So it's and it's just been amazing to watch his success and see where he's gone. It's just crazy. That's so cool. It was like both of you guys sort of at the beginning of like these careers, and now you're you're still close. That's really fun. Yeah, he's a sweet, sweet boy. Oh yeah, I love to hear that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so so we were talking a little bit about Cornelius and doing Mm -hmm. the Hello Dolly tour. So. We actually saw you in the Dolly tour. You did. Yes, well, but I only saw half of Dylan. The show. Only saw Act One. Oh, Wait, this is bad. drama. I one acted the show, but not like the fun way, where you like you go in to watch did the you, second like, half. Did you throw up? I had to leave because I had left my luggage in my boyfriend's car, and when we parted ways earlier that day, and I was flying back to New York a few days later, and I needed to get my luggage from his Got car. It. it was really complicated. It was. We, we were in Columbus. Time. The luggage was in his car and he went back to Dayton. Mm-hmm. We went to Cleveland. We were flying out at like 6 a.m. the next morning or something. And you had to go get all of your things. So you went to Cleveland, went back to Dayton, went back oh to God. Cleveland. Which was like four. That's a lot. That's it was a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah. But Dylan, was like, for love. But Dylan was like, <laughs> Dylan was like, I need to see 
part of the show. I know, yeah. So you saw Act One. So I saw Act One, which I love Act One, and I, I think it's actually, I prefer it to Act Two. Okay, well, then great. Act Two is mostly just the, um, the, at the, the Harmonia the Gardens. Harmonia yeah, yes. so, but which is so fun and everything, but oh, good. I saw Act One, and you were fantastic. Thank you. We Sunday Clothes, baby. Sunday Clothes. Gosh, that song is so high. Oh my God, you <laughs> slayed. You were amazing. Thank you. I know, for real. They just kept raising the key in rehearsal, so that was fun. Really? Was it higher than Gavin did it? So they raised it for Gavin for the revival, and then with Andy Einhorn, the music director, we were like working on it. And he's like, "What if we like raised it again?" <gasps> so then we like raised it, and he's like, "Yeah, that's it." And I was like, "Oh my god, Andy!" So that took some that took some rehearsal. <laughs> that is, but, um, you were incredible because Cornelius goes so low. Like the thing is, is he goes so low to so high, mm. and I just don't have like a big low range. So like it only takes a moment. We raised again from Gavin as well. Okay. Um, oh, I yeah. love that song. Oh, that think... show. It was like the best show to do after Book of Mormon because mm-hmm. it was so easy. <laughs> 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 like I got all of like the payoff mm-hmm. of the role and like playing such a fun role, but like with like a fraction of the work. Sure. So that was really nice. That's kind of nice. And you yeah. got to tour again. And I got to tour, which I love. And I toured with my fiance and my dog. Oh, like we drove oh, every nice. city. Oh my god! So we saw you in Cleveland, where you launched. So Cleveland, which was our opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had done tech in Utica and then Cleveland. Okay, okay, yeah. I loved Cleveland. Yeah? We were there for two weeks. People like not Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Like, did you do you watch The Bachelor? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They they're in, they went to Cleveland. <laughs> they like, that was their, like big city people like wah wah. I know. That was so, so freaking <laughs> they were like, funny. Yay. They're like, oh. <laughs> I know. I, I had the best time in Cleveland. Oh, I'm so I mean, glad. we had a great Airbnb. Our dog loved it. There was this like bar, this cocktail bar that we kept going back to. Where did I you live? Remember. I lived down at the Flats. Oh, fuck. Do you know what that is? Oh, like, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So oh, my people God. Would, like tailgate for the football games, like yeah. right outside our apartment. <laughs> it was in the was fall. Kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. The Flats is really fun. There's like that. Um, What's it called? It's like kind of like an arcade. Punchbowl Social. Punchbowl Social. We were literally living above that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a really cool place. It was really and there cool. was that taco place nearby there. Mm-hmm. Coastal Taco. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in Cleveland as a young adult mm. um, between the years of 2017 and late 2018. Okay. And I worked in Ohio City, so which was a neighborhood nearby. So we would go to the flats all the time. Oh, yeah. We, I, we went to Ohio City. <gasps> so fun. There was, like some, there was a great coffee shop there that was like in a fire old firehouse. Yeah. Um, oh my God! I used to go there. Like I can every see day. the logo in my yeah. head, but I don't remember what. It's um, well, Rising Star. Yes, Rising, yeah. Rising Star. Oh, Connor worked oh at God. a spin studio in Cleveland called Harness Cycle, which I'm oh. sure I'm sure some of the dollars. And actually, we would have a lot of national tours come through, like the Wicked tour. Um, there was like a non-ec rent tour that came mm-hmm. by, like all these different tours, and they would come and ride, and they did like themed classes with us. Oh, fun! Yeah, it was really we fun. We didn't get to do that. It was because I was gone. You were there. You weren't there. Yeah, I wasn't there to spear. I don't like them. <laughs> um, but shout out to Danny Store who listens to drama, and she worked oh, in harness with me, and Danny. I love her, and she loves Broadway, and she would always coordinate all that. So shout out. But um, I'm so glad you enjoyed Cleveland. Yeah, it was great. And that was at Playhouse Square and the Connor mm-hmm, Palace. Which was so cool. Yeah. All those theaters there. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's so great. So you obviously you had this amazing cast. Mm-hmm. Was it everyone new to Dolly except for Irene Malloy? Annalise, was that her name? Annalisa Lemming mm-hmm. had covered the role okay. on Broadway. And then actually my fiance who was in the show had had gone in <gasps> Wait, Broadway too. He replaced that. Max Clayton when Max left. Who is your fiance? Corey Hummerston. Oh my gosh, she's so cute. Who is That's this sweet. man? I need well, to look him Instagram up. Instagram stalking. I know, I will. He, he, oh my gosh, yes, because I work at 54 and I put his like headshot on our yeah. site and updated and something yeah. like that. Oh my god, I did not know that he was. Yeah. Wait, did you guys meet? We met doing Book of Mormon. Oh my god. So he, yeah, we've actually lucked out to do two shows together. Um, so yeah, we, he was in the original company in Chicago as well. So oh he, god. me, and Ben Platt were like the three amigos, like best friends, like hanging out. And then 
Corey and I took it a little step further. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ben was like, and then oh, was like, man. am I the third wheel? We're like, no, we still love you. But like, we also love each other like in a different way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that funny. is so funny. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love so you guys that. have been together for a while then. Almost seven years. Six and a half, seven years. Wig. Yeah. So yeah. gay years, that's like 14. That's forever. Yeah. Are mm-hmm. you kidding? That's great. <laughs> I need to insta-stalk him. You can. At oh, Hummer CR. Okay. He mostly posts pictures of our dog, which is also really great. That's great. I want to so. see Hattie. I, I'm, I don't I like to see him, it. But I, I would love to see Hattie. Yeah, yeah that's so cute. Yeah, so, so Annalisa was in the show, okay. and Corey was in the show, and then uh, Maddie Apple, one of our ensemble girls, was okay. in it. There's actually quite a few in the ensemble. Jessica Sheridan, who was our Dolly understudy, who was amazing. Oh, my God. She fun. was in the Broadway company. Um, Nate Keene, who was one of our swings. Ian Liberto, our dance captain. A ton. Okay, cool. So it was a nice mix. And then we had a lot of new people, too. Yeah. Um, but we had like a full rehearsal process, so it felt like a new show. You know, like four weeks in a studio with Jerry Zaks. Wow. Like, who could ask for anything Legend. more? It was, like, <laughs> yeah. it was so cool. It was a really tough experience. He's like really hard on you okay. in the best way. Um, but I just, I loved that. And I'll never forget that experience. Because I heard oh, that when Bernadette so nice. went into the Broadway show, they mm-hmm. had like a whole new like tech and rehearsal They did, process. yeah. So I could only imagine it was similar. For yeah, well, guys. and especially, you know, for Betty Buckley too, to like mm-hmm. learn that role, that's a huge role. So yes. like it, she needs, everyone who does that role needs a four-week process. Yeah. Like it's a lot to learn. Um, our Vandegelder was amazing. Louis oh, J. Stadler. He's a legend. Oh my God. He was perfect in that role. He was so good. Mm-hmm. He's like the most lovable curmudgeon you've ever seen. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just like a delight off stage too and he's had he's, a career he's had an amazing career mm-hmm. and he's got stories and if you just like sit down with him he just will talk in the best way and you will hear some stuff that you can't repeat to your mother oh my God. <laughs> well we gotta pl- get him yeah, on I drama need a plug he was on Rob Schneider and Kevin David Thomas's podcast behind the curtain and he tells oh. a lot of those stories it is so good he's great he's oh written God. a book you can read a lot of it too mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I love it I think it. he's writing another one he was gonna write like a expose of his time like touring the country with Hello Dolly so I don't know how that's <gasps> going oh my but, um, God. Very curious to read. That's well, I drama. Like, will I get a like, mention? Like different names. Do you think you like replace? The I names? don't know. You'll be get like probably Rick Nulo. <laughs> no one will know. <laughs> you iconically also spell your name N I C. I do. It was a. It. It's an interesting story. I spell Nicholas without an H as well. Oh, okay. That's actually, how sense. like Nicholas Cage does it. <gasps> I would like to say like my parents had some great reason for it, but it was really just um, they got a wedding invitation in the mail from their friends, and it said Nicholas spelled that way. Um, and they loved it. And my mom was pregnant with me at the time. So she's like, that's what I'm going to name my son. Uh-huh. Uh, they later found out it was a typo on the wedding invitation. <laughs> no way. Um, but <laughs> alas, it's still my name. That's like, we always tell the story that Dylan was named, like the name Dylan and the spelling of Dylan was for Bob Dylan. Oh. And then my name was because of some boy that was in my older brother's Boy Scout troop. So very, Our mom just oh. liked the name. She just yeah. liked it. So Dylan you has a, a fun cooler story and you have a less cool story. So maybe? uncool. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't really know any other Connors. We toured with the Connor in Hello Dolly. <gasps> was yeah. he was he cool? He was great. Now he's on the Hamilton tour. Oh my god, he's booked. Booking. That's fun. Booked. I know. <laughs> Although Con- there is a character named Connor in Dear Evan Hansen. There is. And Oh, actually, and my nephew's name is Connor. Like, oh forget that should be the first <laughs> one that comes to my mind. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Wait, so, wait, so when you guys get married, yes. are you gonna do the hyphen? No. Just keep your last Because <laughs> we both have kind of long last names, say. like Hummerston Rulo. Like that doesn't flow off yeah, the tongue. No, not at all. <laughs> Sounds like a and, law firm. Yeah. <laughs> and like people are like, well, maybe you could like combine your name together. And we're like, Hummerlow? No. I've <laughs> seen weird things like yeah. that. Mm. So neither of us has any desire to have each other's last name in, in the nicest way possible. Yes. So we'll, we will keep our names. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. 
Yes. Do you know the, there was a Alexa Vega who was in Spy Kids. Yeah. Her and her husband, his name was Carlos Pina. They combined their last names and it's Pina Vega. He was in Grease Live. Yeah, he was. He was. My mind goes somewhere totally dirty listening to both of those. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know. But good for them. Yeah, yeah. They're happy. Whatever works. Exactly. You do you. (laughs) So did you also do Dolly with Carolee Carmelo? I didn't. Okay. So year one was just Betty Buckley, and then we took like uh, like a four week hiatus from the show, and then uh, Carolee and John Bolton started after that. But she was with us in Boston rehearsing. Oh, cool. Um, So I didn't get to rehearse with her, but she was in the building, and I got to meet her, and she was so nice. And I hear she's amazing in the show. I've heard she's amazing. I think I'm going to go down to Philly in a couple weeks and see it and see her in it. Um, and catch up with everybody. So did a lot of people remain with It was the about 50-50. Okay. About 50% of the cast left, and then the other half stuck around to, to do more, and then they hired a, a brand new batch of people. Fun. I have yeah. to say, that revival of Hello, Dolly is uh, one of, the, I think, one of the most perfect productions of anything I've gorgeous. ever seen. It's it just is beautiful. beautiful. Mm-hmm. The costumes are so expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a set, like, to tour with a set like that, like, we had a train moving across the stage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't get how they did it. I mean, I it took up like all of the wing space backstage, sure. but um, it was a really lavish production and just be- beautifully done. And Jerry has such an awesome sense of like how to direct a show like that and like find its heart, like, and, and find the comedy obviously, but, but it had such a nice heart and uh, it was a really special, yeah. special production. Oh, yeah. I, I love remember, it. Yeah. I remember when we saw it, we were like, wow, that is Broadway. Yeah, like, it is. It's like mm-hmm. the quintessential Broadway mm-hmm. show. We would say that all the time in press in every city because <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh, I kind of know Hello, Dolly. Should I see it? And I'm like, yes, you should because mm-hmm. like this is like the Broadway production. So you've been a part of these two giant hit shows. Yeah. That's that's really cool. It's been crazy. Yeah. I wonder what's next. (gasps) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's time to ask him the question. Yes, Dylan, go on. Go ahead. So we we like to ask our guests sort of like what was that moment where the a life in the arts knocked on their door, Mm. maybe rang the doorbell (laughs) and whispered to them and said, Come on. Come on in. Come on and join me. (laughs) We call it the ring of keys moment where you sort of were like, Wow, this is something I identify with. Would you say you have something? I feel like I could give you like 1,500 different examples. Okay. But like, starting off like the earliest thing, like I would watch The Sound of Music, the movie as a kid all the time. And that's what like got me into like theater and like singing. And I just would like watch it nonstop. Um, And then when I was eight, I did my first like children's theater production back home. I did a production of Peter Pan and I was a lost boy. And I just had the best time. And I've, I've like told the story before, but I've looked back at a production photo that's like some mom took in the audience. And it's the scene where like Wendy's dead or not dead, but like laying yeah, with yeah, the arrow yeah, in her heart. Uh-huh. And all the lost boys are like looking at her in like various states of distress or whatever. And I'm looking dead out at the audience with a giant smile on my face. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I clearly didn't know what acting was, at the time, <laughs> but I knew I was happy. Mm-hmm. So like looking back on that photo, I think like that was, that had to have been the moment where I was like, this is where I feel like really welcome and that I belong and, and happy. Oh, that's that so is so cute. Wait, which Lost Boy were you? My boyfriend was in it as a kid. I was Slightly Soiled. That was the character that he was. <gasps> slightly <gasps> Soiled. That's my name. Oh. Like my mother put my name in all my clothes. <laughs> that, 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 that was your line? line? Yeah. You still remember it. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> your ring of keys. It ring rings true. But like, how cool is it? Like, I feel like in this business, you guys probably have like a thousand ring of keys moments. Oh, and I yeah. feel like they still happen like today. Like I see a show and I feel like that's a ring of keys moment. Like it feels so proud to be in this business or inspired to perform and yeah. it's like cool that those never stop oh my god oh, you're so, so when i saw the inheritance i was like I just saw it last week you did oh my god did you like it i left part two 
uncontrollably crying Same. like on the train <laughs> it was I like know. really embarrassing yeah but i like i needed like a full hour to like process and get it together mm, it was so much i just think it's like uh, you know people have issues with shows all the time and sure. i've heard some complaints about that show from yeah. friends but like the story that it's telling is such an important story mm-hmm. that i'm like really happy that we're getting representation for something like that yes. so like any time we can represent the gay community in that way i'm all for it and i think it's wonderful me so too thank do you a great nick job. yes i felt so agree. seen yeah like oh my god just so it's so many different moments yeah like i could nitpick things and like sure. and like pick apart what i didn't like but like you know that's not my job i'm not a critic yeah <laughs> i, I, I <laughs> had a great time and i and i'm so grateful to that company to put on that show yeah it was really beautiful yeah it was so my, beautiful one of my favorite parts about the second part was when lois smith gave her sort of long <sighs> monologue oh my god i think there was a lump in my throat from that point that was the end of the show. that was the moment mm-hmm. where i where i was like just sitting there like trying to hold it back uh-huh. just tears were streaming down my face and i like sat there alone <laughs> but i could tell you could tell like everyone around you is like having the same moment mm-hmm. her performance was beautiful oh yeah uh-huh tony, and i think tony. it'll be remembered to come tony season <laughs> oh, you think so? i have to say i really do oh, i think it's one of those it's a little it's, early it's a little it, early it's early but i think it's one of those featured moments it's, that i mean it's stands out it's uh, she's incredible although i wonder it, because it's one play but presented in two parts, I wonder if that changes eligibility since she's the spoiler only in part two. I don't know. I, I guess know. probably not. And, in, and only in like act three of part two, right? Yeah. Like, I was really like, where is she? When's she coming <laughs> on? We're seeing her in production photos and being like, <laughs> Like, and then they had wait. a little kid randomly, like truly yeah. for like. Oh yeah, little minutes. Toby, right? Was it yeah. even fifteen minutes? It felt like fifteen <laughs> seconds. I was like, I mean, great for him. Mm-hmm. Like, get that Broadway contract. Uh, yes, he's oh. equity. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. No, that's. I would say that was. That's really like a really observant thing for you to say about how like Ring of Keys moments happen a lot. Yeah, and that's, that's special and the beauty of staying in this business for so long. I guess just that. Yeah, you constantly are like reawakening yourself. Well, if you don't like, have those moments, like maybe it's time for you to get out, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like if you don't have the joy because mm-hmm. what we do is like really just like play around for a living, which is yeah. amazing. So like you've got to find the joy in that. You have to, I have, I, I mean, I work in theater and without saying too much, like I know people who they hate everything they see. Yes. And I'm like, okay, what do you like? Because <laughs> you're working in and around this all the time and it's like, are you still enjoying this or not? Like what? Uh, I don't know. That's Maybe that's, no, I guess that's tea. Like, that's tea. It, it, it is. But like you do, <laughs> like, like you can, you can be critical of things and like mm-hmm. have a critical eye, mm-hmm. but like, you also have to just enjoy it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. not everything is going to be angels in America. Right. Not everything is going to be like a Pulitzer prize winning mm-hmm. piece of theater. Like yeah. it's, we, we dance and sing around and tell jokes. Like, yes. It's not that serious. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. I and know. when it is, it's great. But when it's not, like, also enjoy that. I know. There are so many things that I love that are my favorite things that aren't necessarily considered critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. But I think I love those things even more because they're special to me or they bring me joy in some way. Like, yes. it's, it's like watching The Bachelor or something, yes, you know? Like, like yeah. I love it. Wait, just like Legally Blonde, too, which is literally like, Legally yes. Blonde. Mm-hmm. Like, which, you could put on that soundtrack and we'd probably all have uh, the best time yes. ever just listening to it. Oh, or yeah. like, for me, The Wedding Singer. Wait, same. Dylan is obsessed. Uh, love The Wedding Singer. Corey had never heard it until a recent road trip. So like, I was like, we had like hours. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, we're starting this from start to finish. Yes. 
I like knew every lyric. Of He's course. like, oh my god, how do you know this? I was like, this is my jam in high school. Um, right in front of your eyes, Amy Spanger. Uh, our act two number is incredible. I mean, every song is great. It's so good. My boyfriend was in it in high school, and so we watched like the video of his production, and yeah. I was hooked. And like, they did like that Spotify wrapped thing that for the first year, and it was Wedding Singer was my first thing. <laughs> I was like, this is embarrassing. This like, musical oops. came out like. 10, 11 years ago. <laughs> like, it is so good. We need yes. a revival with the original cast. Oh, my Deal. God. Or, 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 you know what? You. Me? Can I play, yeah. can I play the Lord of Nanti role? Yeah. That would be really good. It's Julia Gulia. Julia Gulia. You know who was supposed to, like, was up for that role as well? Was who? Carrie Butler. Oh, I could mm-hmm. see her being really good. Carrie Butler was up for that, Little Mermaid, and Legally Blonde, wow. and Xanadu all at the same time. I mean, I don't feel too bad for her because she still has booked some amazing <laughs> oh, yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> but isn't sure. that crazy? Like, yeah. those roles could go to anybody. I know. Um, I have to that. say, I think this is a drama confession, like original. Mm-hmm. Legally Blonde, is, it's in my top five favorite musicals of all time. 100%. It's amazing. Because, okay, I could talk about this all day. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Like, because same. it actually is a really good musical. Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, book and, like, plot and story, like... It's actually a very well done adaptation of the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Like it all makes sense. Maybe like the Paulette stuff is the only sort of miss, depending on who you talk to. Sure. But like everything else is like it's so good. It's so good. It's you so have a clever. It's so clever. You have this girl that starts at one place and she ends in a, she completely changes. Yeah. Which I think indicates this this hero's journey. She really becomes herself. I think yeah. Elle, and you know, I think legally I could go on and on. It's relevant always. <laughs> always. Always, always, always. Like this woman who is st- always going to she she believes in love she's a loyal friend and she learns how to use every tool in her toolbox to like become the best version of herself I mean, I it love sounds that we're so having a serious that's conversation thesis, right? about legally blonde, I mean, but it's he's, true. He's serving Elle Woods and his oh, pink ensemble today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Nice. Elle was on the brain. But I think <laughs> also it's one of those musical movie adaptations. It's like both of them are so amazing and They're iconic so in their own ways with yeah. their performances. And oh my God, Legally Blonde the musical. How they bring in her sorority sisters as a Greek chorus. It's so good. It's smart. It's, it's so good. It's I love so like good. a good musical moves the story forward in yeah. with song and like the chip on my shoulder sequence mm-hmm. and like what you want, like things like that. They, it really moves it around. Yeah. So you did the non-equity tour. Oh, yes. Did you and go to Cleveland truck. with that? Did we, we did go to Cleveland <gasps> one night. I think oh. we had a lot of one night engagements, okay. which was really rough. That's hard. So like, we'd be like on the bus at like 5am. We would have egg crate, like mattresses on oh, the yeah. floor and we would sleep on the floor, like across the, some people would be on the seats across other people literally on the floor. <sighs> we'd like get to our new city at like one or two. The set would have like somehow maybe been put in at that time or like it was just <laughs> a curtain and a table and that's what we were performing with. <laughs> <laughs> But we had the best time, Aww. and like audiences loved it. Oh yeah, you know, and and we worked with the all the associates from the Broadway production, okay. which was really cool. Cool. So like Mark Bruni and DB Bonds were like, Bonds. and Rusty Mowry were like doing the show, and Jerry came and watched, and Aww. it was really fun. It was really cool, and I made some really good friends there. Because how can you Elle? not when you're living on a bus together? You know? Right. Yeah. Elle was um, Nikki Bonnie. Oh, who, do you know her? She did. Yeah. Uh, she did Wicked for a while, okay. and she did Bring It On. Love. And she's now living in California with the most gorgeous husband and oh my has God. two kids and doing great. And oh my goodness. That's the dream. Yeah. 
They, I think, like, they must be season pass holders at Disneyland. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so She's there, like, every day. She's, oh like, a God. master. She's got a great Instagram you can follow about, like, life with kids at Disney Disneyland. That's cute. Yeah. I feel like I, I want kids so that I can bring them to Disney. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good excuse. I yeah, know, right, right. And for other reasons, probably. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but mostly okay. Disney. So we are sort of reaching the end. Oh, no. Sadly. Oh, no. But we do need to, like, you know, tie everything in together with what we call the dose of drama. Oh, So this gosh. is where we sort of just touch upon something that's going on in your life we have actually covered so many things that could have been a dose and everything's a dose of drama honestly everything that's that's the catchphrase that's tea so this is just sort of something to get off your chest and connor why don't you why don't you go first i know i'll go first i never go first (sighs) today's the day this is it an episode of firsts we will um anyway (laughs) um okay so my some of my best friends are coming to new york to visit us soon and you know, we're calling it our Amigas Rue Union Weekend. If you know, you know. Wait, what? <laughs> and this episode will have aired after. after. The weekend, okay, so. Rue so, Union, like Rue Paul. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We like to just change anything with like a redemption reunion to Rue Union, <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> Stupid, but everyone wants to get a tattoo. Oh, that is drama. Myself this included. is drama. Really, Dylan mm-hmm. as well, and our friends Isaiah and Poot. That's Jimmy's his given name but he goes by Poot Poot is also a given name Poot's his chosen his chosen name I don't want to know how he got that name Um, but it's not everybody's not going to get the same tattoo but we're all going to go together to get tattoos got it and I don't think I'm going to get one (gasps) question do any of you have tattoos already no Isaiah does have the group yeah but do you have a tattoo no no I will never get a tattoo can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery Exactly. <laughs> and I, you never know when I'm going to convert. I know. Yeah, I know. Um, no, I have no desire to get a tattoo. But I, I don't judge anyone who has them. I find them extremely cool. And if, especially like if it has like a meaning for yes. you and a story, then I'm all, all about it. It's just not something... That's not my journey for me and my <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so you, what are you going to get? So one. I think I want to get more life, the last line of Angels in America. <gasps> I like that. Like my inner bicep. Cool. Or a shamrock slash Celtic type thinks I'm Irish. Yes. My family would actually approve of that kind of a tattoo. Anything Irish flies in our family. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The Irish butter. The Irish. Oh, my God. It's it's (laughs) hilarious. And then, Connor, will you get in trouble for not getting a tattoo? I don't know. I confessed to my girls that I might not be partaking, and they were disgruntled. Dylan, how do you feel about it? As as the brother. Okay, so Connor is one of the most indecisive people alive. (laughs) This is is what it is. It doesn't surprise me that he wouldn't do it. And my, our beloved English teacher in high school, Miss Megan Neville Jellen, once said, (laughs) if you want to get a tattoo, draw it on a piece of paper, put it away. And a year later, if you still want to get it and you revisit it, then you should get it. That is good advice. And so it's been over a year for me with these tattoos. Yeah. So, and if that's what I do with every guy I date. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, Anyway, that's my dose of drama that I do not believe I'll be getting a tattoo because I truly could not decide what to get. Especially at this point, if you don't have one that you're like thinking about, like it's going to be last minute. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, when I was 18, I wanted the same tattoo that Harry Styles had on his (laughs) arm. And when I was 14 or 15, wait, this is like crazy. I wanted the same tattoo that Leah Michelle got from Spring Awakening. She, (laughs) this is psychotic. She wanted, she got I Believe on her wrist, which is a lyric from the show. Yeah. And I remember wanting it so badly all through like early high school. (laughs) This is like so sad. I had the same dressing room as her uh, on Broadway because Spring Awakening was in uh, the Eugene O'Neill and she has, I believe, written under the, you know, like people signed the Uh, table, the dressing table. She has like her name written there and she wrote, wrote, 
I believe. Leah's impact. Which I was always like, wait, that's my song in the show. It is. Wait, <laughs> so I was like, wait, how cool. So you're she getting shows it. in a row had that song. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. Leah Michelle's legacy. In that dressing room. In that dressing room. Andrew Reynolds, Gavin Creel, the people like Oh my been God. in that dressing room. Wow, legends in only. Legend. It's Dave and Thomas Nick Rouleau. And now it's Dave Thomas Brown. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's great. Oh, I yeah. love him. Yeah. Wait, did you decorate your dressing room so it was fun? I did. I don't know what's still there. I, You know, like that like sticky wallpaper that removes? Mm-hmm. I put it everywhere. So I had stripes <laughs> on the wall. I had a whole wall of bananas, which oh, was really cute. fun. That's cute. <laughs> I love um, bananas. Yeah. And Andrew like left it pretty decorated when he left. Um, he had like nice taste. His was very like mid-century modern. So it had this, oh. like, really fierce orange chair in there. And of course cool carpet. it is. And yeah. is that like, the, like a, how many like star dressing rooms are there? It's a pretty small backstage. Okay, okay. So there's only three people that have their own dressing room. Just Price Cunningham and Nabalungi. Everyone else shares. But like, there's not enough dressing rooms for that. Pe- the people oh in the goodness. show. It's a so like swings, vacation swings. When they come in, have nowhere to go. Uh, oh. <laughs> so they just hang in stage management on the couch. Yeah, there, I've seen like videos of backstage tours of the Eugene. Mm-hmm. I know there's like that. Um, upstairs like attic room that's like really long yes own bathroom and stuff do they put like swings and everything? Uh, that's actually there? all the mormon boys the oh mormon boys God. are in both of those How back they like them they're there? like on the fourth floor and like one's just like narrow it's literally like the width of the table that we're sitting at here oh my and god it's like i don't <laughs> like cr- to get behind each other to get to the bathroom i don't know how they and do they it. have more costume changes than anyone else yeah too. but they do it all downstairs okay in the oh, basement. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, fun fact yeah i love it okay dylan do you have a dose of drama my dose of drama is because we touched upon early tony predictions oh i have been doing the math in my head all week and you don't know this about me but i am an Aaron to bait super fan oh. and I think he is finally going to get his long overdue Tony nomination this year Okay, because there are a lot of musicals a lot of things coming out but there's not necessarily a lot of leading male roles that could be nominated this season L- too many female ones was mm-hmm. great for the women but also yeah. like sad that they won't all be able to get nominated it's looking like it's going to be Aaron Rob McClure and then Daniel J. Watts and Tina are like maybe the for sure's. Oh, he's Ike. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then if they, if Flying Over Sunset, whatever that is going to be, we, none of us really know. Like, right. I don't even know if much music is released yet. It could be Tony Asbeck and Harry Haddon Pat Payton, I believe right. is how you say his name. But I think Aaron is finally going to get his nomination. Oh my God, I'm shaking for you. This is a big moment. So you think just nomination, not win? Or you think win? It depends. It really. The- oh, what about Sing Street? It, yeah, we could see could young, young boy Connor get nominated as well but you know mm. he's a kid although there is a history of young kids getting nominated like the Billy Elliot's and stuff like that yeah. but um, I don't know if he'll win necessarily just because people are kind of iffy about has he never been show. nominated snubbed for next to really? normal and then the year and of catch me if you can book of Mormon was the the tidal wave that year oh, but also yeah. Norbert got the leading actor nomination that's for right catch me if you won. Can. and won mm-hmm. so was Aaron up for supporting I guess but didn't he was get nominated or also nominated. Nominated. I think it yeah. would have been like a wicked Adina and Kristen yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah, Well, like Andrew and Josh, like when both, they were both yeah. nominated, people mm-hmm. think that they kind of canceled each other's votes out. Yeah. yeah, well, drama. That's that is drama. drama. <laughs> that is drama. <laughs> um, so well, yeah, I hope that for y- you that, and Aaron. Me too. Me too. He deserves that. It's time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nick, do you? It's have time it? for my drama. It's time for your drama. Well, I just want to come clean with something. I had an audition two days ago. Okay, and I. this was a really interesting moment I've never done this before I kind of um, I kind of verbally assaulted the accompanist (laughs) (laughs) and I'd like to explain and clear clear this moment get it off your chest yeah yeah Yeah. so I was auditioning for an American in Paris (laughs) oh and it was for the role of Henri 
Is he the that piano? was a horrible accent. Player? No, he was the the Max von Essen role, the sort okay. of like French okay. one yeah. who you know wants to be a song and dance man, mm-hmm. a cabaret Ooh. performer. And they have the this this arrangement of I've got rhythm that is like a funeral march and dreadfully mm-hmm. slow. And yeah. in the show, you know, like he's always like, "This is so slow. Like, can we speed it up?" Blah blah blah. And um, I guess no one had had sung this at the audition yet, so I was the first person that the accompanist played it for, and he did not know the show. Uh-oh. And so he's playing it, and in one of the musical breaks, I just turned to him in character <laughs> in a French accent and told him like, "Can you please speed it up? Like, this is so slow." <laughs> and he's so sweetly like looks over the piano and looks at me and says, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just following you, but if you'd like to go faster, then if you start to speed up, I will also go <gasps> faster. And I was like, oh, and everyone at the table was like, oh, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I wasn't doing it in character and I feel so terribly. And I was like, I was just trying to act. <laughs> and then we had a big moment where like, everyone behind the table started laughing and I don't still know if the accompanist felt like we were laughing at him or with him sure, but I would sure. and I don't even know his name but I just want to say I'm sorry if oh. you're listening and um <laughs> I wanted to say we actually have him here today. <laughs> <laughs> oh Sally Jesse Raphael twist <laughs> no that's that's so funny I think that maybe that that left a mark on the on the team I hope so the, I that, hope so I mean you know it's the business who knows I know. That's so funny. <laughs> but um I felt terribly I've never assaulted a, an accompanist before I usually try to be so nice to them you yeah. are like one of the nicest people we've ever talked to so a truly a facade <laughs> and you have lovely teeth <gasps> thank you my dad's an orthodontist my whole really? family is in the dental field. Everybody. Um, Do you know any good dentists in New York? Oh, we'll talk off. Pod. No, I don't. Oh, okay. I, everyone asks me. I'm like, no. But if you lived in California, I could give you a million recommendations. Amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you cleared the air with this accompaniment. <laughs> yes. And I am just so thankful that you did this with us today. Thanks I know. For having me. This is so, so much, fun. So much fun. Um, and everyone can find you and follow you at Nick Rulo. That's right. Um, which we followed you for a long time. Our friend Jacob Koopman, who we lived with in college, also one time was talking about you. We were all laying in the basement of this house we lived in. Oh, no. He's like, wait, you guys know Nick Rillo? And we're like, well, we follow him. So I'm sure he'll be tickled. <gasps> he'll be gagged. Oh. Um, he listens to drama. He does, yeah. And um, you can also follow us at The Drama Podcast for mm-hmm. all of the latest in drama and theater and love and life. And follow me at Dylan McDowell. Follow me at Connor McDowell. And Nick... Thank you, thank you. Thank you. you. We love you. You're a dream. And Connor, we'll see you next time. (gasps) Drama. Drama.